What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to Joe and Lisa Basil on KMJ and Good Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that almost sounds labored the way you said that. I'm like, is this like, oh, feeling tired? It's kind of been it's been a long time since last Labor Day. I don't know what people are tired from. I am tired. Yeah. But you yeah. work two jobs and work it's, on the radio. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So you yeah, are tired. I am so tired. this bonus Monday. Yeah. Right? Where you get to rest from your labor. I'm working Monday. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I love the, all the people. <laughs> I'm going to try to take off the rest of today. Yes. I love all the people who are traveling right now, yeah. but are listening to the show on podcasts. Because they're like, I can't take off from Joe and Lisa on Saturday. Right. So even though I'm traveling, I'm not. Hi, podcast people. You're in the future. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's great. You're in the future. This is past Joe and Lisa talking to future you. Hi, future you. You know what I just realized too? I was talking with a coworker. And they were saying something about how they're avoiding the roads this weekend. They're just going to drive on the sidewalks? <laughs> That's right. Okay. And I thought, yeah, of course. Yeah. Why would we want to drive on Labor Day weekend? And then I realized we're taking our daughter to college tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <it's laughs> so true. we will be driving on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Actually, it's funny as we are, we're driving. Okay. We're driving in the right direction on the way there. We're driving the wrong. No. People will be driving but back on Monday. Monday, good, right? Sunday should be a safe maybe, day. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't, don't karma Hey, everybody, this. don't go driving on Sunday. Yes. Or at least just not on- Just for us. Just not on 99. Uh, <laughs> Towards Davis. That's right. Don't go anywhere on the 99. All right, everyone? They, good? I Thanks. Think, I think it's the same as always, which is basically people freak out like, can't drive Labor Day weekend? I'm like, no, don't leave on Thursday night. Or Friday night, because people travel then. Yeah, yeah. And don't come back on Monday night. Honestly, but then that's what, guaranteed. How, but then how are you maximizing your three-day weekend? Uh, do you stay home. Okay. <laughs> that's how you maximize it. And that way you won't miss Joe and Lisa on KMJ. If you can drive within the footprint of this radio station, that's fine. Anything yeah. outside of this footprint, you're like, what's going... What's going on in your life right now yeah. that you're not listening to the radio right? on a Saturday? What's funny, I'm thinking about Labor Day. For the rest of the nation, pretty much, it is the end of summer like activities. Mm. Kind of. Oh, now my song from last week makes sense. It's the end of summer as we know it. There you go. It's the end of summer as we know it. And I feel fine. It's like when... We were in the Midwest. You had public pools that what? were open. I want to do. I you know. always say to me, what? "What? We're from Chicago and Wisconsin." So we have public pools. They were open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yep. Uh, can you imagine if pools shut down here at Labor Day? Yeah, that'd be crazy. By the way, <laughs> like, what? You, the word pool sounds funny to me right now. You keep saying it. I don't know what you ever like of a word sound oh, funny. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting the front part of it and then you're throwing LS on there. Uh, yeah, it'd be weird if they shut down like right now. Because yeah, we we our summer is is long here, but it's kind of cooled off 
to 90s? I know, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Down to the 90s. I was in Cancun uh, this last Recently. week. Recently? Yeah. And it was like... Lucky. The, it was 80s there. Uh, but it was raining the whole time. It rained oh, a ton. Wow. So, but that still was a it was a weird like reprieve from the dead heat. But it was so humid. I'm like, oh, yeah. Fresno, I'll take the hundred degrees off the humidity. Humidity was oh. brutal. You're just sweating all the time. Yeah. That's it. Like you're in a constant state of sweat. Yeah. So coming home to a hundred, I'm like, oh, relief. I will say, uh, I don't think this is the biggest a barbecue party area as other places in the country. Labor Day barbecues here are, at least, or no, all my friends don't invite me. That's it. I oh. was going to say, I well, hear of a harsh. lot of people doing things, but people just don't invite us to things. Oh. <laughs> that's a bummer. I'm going to go with no one has Labor <laughs> oh, Day barbecues. Oh, okay. That's better. Yes. Okay. If your ego needs to hear that, then we can, we can speak I to will, that. I will split the difference with you. Yeah. People have barbecues with their immediate family. Yeah. So as opposed to being like they invite everybody over, they tend to do the barbecue with their parents or cousins, whatever, stuff like that. Do I hear a lot about that. Do you know what I hear a lot about is going to the coast? That's huge. Let's go to Pismo. Let's go to Morro Bay. It's like your last chance, which yeah. speaking of busy, everybody does that. That's a, that's like the last yep. place they'd want to be. And then others go up to Shaver or go right. up to Bass Lake. Uh, this literally the two places. So I think is, you're right. I love both of those places. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be there on Labor Day because it's going to take forever to come back. Yeah. But like, I think you're right. I think that's probably why we feel like there's not a lot of barbecuing happening. It's because a lot of people are escaping yeah. the area. But if you don't have means to travel and escape and have a place to go and spend all that money, then maybe you are barbecuing. Yeah. You know, you're right. So... I think I think you nailed it. No one likes me. Uh, <laughs> Watch, speaking, we're gonna get fifty invitations to random strangers' so we're, homes we're gonna, for Monday. We're gonna turn down fifty people. So not only now I'm a bad person because I keep saying no to everybody. <laughs> like you said, you wanted to go to a barbecue, jerk. Uh, speaking of being a bad person, oh. do you want to talk about maybe putting being a bad person and putting age limits on? Congress people? I loved how you worked that in there. Like every word, I'm like, how are you going to segue this? Does that gonna... make you a bad person? No, it makes you a smart person. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about Glitch McConnell. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, I actually, my heart just hurts when I see this happen. So, Senator Mitch McConnell appeared to freeze again at a Kentucky event. And this is the second time in a short while where he kind of just blanks out. It's like a petite mall seizure, it seems like. Yeah. And he's guided off or way by his team or other senators in this case. Right. Um, so it begs the question, can we put age limits on people who serve in Congress? So let's let's start from the beginning. Um, I didn't even look at this up. I know there's a minimum age to be president. I'm going to assume 35. There's, a, there's a minimum age to be a congressman or a senator or congresswoman, I, whatever. I think you can definitely be younger than 35 because there's been like, I think, an, oh, shoot, I can't remember. So I wonder, I'm sure there's an age there a requirement. But the fact that it exists for the president means somewhere along the line, people are like, well, I mean, you need to have lived a certain amount of life to work in this position. You right? have to reach a certain maturity. Right. So if you're willing for the president to say there's a minimum age, why would you not in other political arenas say there's a maximum age? Because the reality is you're saying people don't have a proper capacity that you think qualifies you as a president 
till you're 35. So we'd also say you have a diminished capacity after a certain age. Is that not fair? I love this discussion because it is, it's hard in the sense that Americans have recently in the last hundred years not valued their elders. Which right? is almost the same age as Feinstein. <laughs> so it's not far off. So it's been a discussion. And then, of course, in the corporate America, we've had to put laws in place to protect people of a certain age, usually 65 and older, so that they don't get fired because of their age. Ageism discrimination. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is. There's an issue of ageism discrimination. Is it discrimination to put an age cap on service to the public through uh, Congress? Okay. So, like, um, if you're a teacher, are mm-hmm. you concerned if your your kid's teacher is 90? Does that bother you if they're teaching them arithmetic or spelling? Or so anything? here's where I'm at with this. Yeah. Is I personally have trouble putting an age on things when you have people of different ages showing different cognitive abilities. So would you say that you have to be, because we both know that Joe Biden got some sort of a, he got a a physical and the doctors gave him a clean bill of health. Yeah, we trust that. What? (laughs) That's my point here. So when you have the ability to basically bribe doctors, like you can't, if you don't put an age limit on there, they'll just say, I'll just get a checkup and then I'll get a clean bill of health by some crook. So I'm like, so no, we can't just bank it on individual because people with power, because we don't trust the checks and balances of it. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, even Donald Trump says I'm healthy as a horse, dude, you're a hundred pounds overweight. There's no way your doctor's like you're healthy as a horse. And I don't care about, I'm not care about your physical looks. I, and I, I'm not even saying you were you weren't fit to serve. I just don't like the doctor being like, yeah, the BMI. If I go in there and right now, I'm but I was bodybuilding like when I was lifting weights all the time. BMI said I was overweight because I was five nine and I had a lot of muscle on me. I'm like, you're not telling me your doctor's BMI wasn't like ah yeah. And Joe Biden's doctor's like ah, but Joe Biden didn't remember it. Okay, so yeah, the question me- really does become, can we? Because we all know some older people. That have diminished cognitive abilities and then some that are brilliant. But we also know the brilliant ones can also be slow. Yep. So do we want them leading our country? I think we continue this conversation. We get back with more Joe and Lisa Basil on KMJ. Welcome back to Joe and Lisa Basil on KMJ. 580 AM, 105.9 FM and streaming worldwide in KMJnow.com. We're in a great discussion right now. Uh, Poor Mitch McConnell. I know people have been calling him Glitch McConnell because uh, he's had two moments of freezing. But the reality is, you may think that's a hilarious twist uh, on his name. But what we should all say is uh, diminished capacities or fear for his health. By the way, being a president or a senator or a congressperson yeah. uh, is a lot of strain on you. Yes. It will age you. And by the way, these are the people who are voting to whether or not to impeach a president yeah. or go to nuclear war, mm-hmm. right? One vote we've seen is a swing vote. And you have one person like uh, Feinstein who doesn't know how to vote, couldn't remember to say I or nay. Yeah. That person right now 
uh, could be the difference between nuclear war. That's yeah. a real possibility. Like, what? Yeah, there are. So the discussion is coming on the heels of Mitch McConnell freezing for the second time in, in front of people. Uh and not just freezing like, oh, I don't know what to say, but like seriously being unresponsive yeah, like for a patine, 30 seconds. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and it concerned people and people came up and asked if he was OK and had to be led away. Um, so and it and then it brings up the, you know, Diane Feinstein, who who just got out of the hospital again. She still has how many more? She still has two more years on her term. She's like, I'm going to retire at the end of this term. In January 2025, yeah. she she literally is being like dragged forward into meetings. She has zero ability to comprehend what's going on, to vote to be like this is this is horrible. And you'd say, Oh, how big a deal is it? Oh, well, to let you know, Mitch McConnell isn't even in the top twenty of oldest people uh in the Capitol. It uh, is shocking. There are and people nine in their nineties. Who are like, by the way, Feinstein's, there's two people who are 90. She's not the only one. She was yeah. born in 33. Yeah. Uh, or is that 33? I say it right? Maybe it's, yeah, 33. I wanted to say she was 100. I was to say 23. Yeah. There are two people who are, are 90. There are like four people who are 89 and then 87 and 80. This, these are, the, uh, there's 20 people older than Mitch McConnell. And, and, it's, and Joe Biden is a spring chicken at 80. <laughs> I want to be completely transparent here this discussion is important and it 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 gives me pause and i get i get worried talking yeah. about it because because we've had such a horrible history in our culture of dismissing elders right right i, I think i think specific certain cultures in america right uh, i would go to and speak at all predominantly african-american churches they honor their elders like I even say this. I'm like, I mean, man, the the Caucasian culture, the Italian culture, where I'm part of, mixed with. I said we need to do a better job of this because yeah. they're treated like basically they're like that is a wealth of wisdom and knowledge yeah. right there, yeah. and we honor you. And but that's not the American way. Overall, right. we discard you. And so, if you you don't have a job, sorry, if you lose your job at sixty, good luck getting a job. Right. People are like done with you. I'm like I'm only sixty. I'm yep. old. Yeah. And this is why the discussion is is difficult, I think, for some people, too, because they they don't want to tread on that. They don't want to start seeming like we are discarding, we are dishonoring, so we can't put an age limit because there's also ageism. But at the same time, I think of, um, so this discussion that we're just, when we are talking about if there should be age limits in Congress, it has nothing to do with being dishonoring or discarding. It has everything to do with who is in their prime, who do we want leading, who do we want making decisions. It has nothing to be disrespectful. If you are a person, like both sides claim to be thinking sides, right? You know, the aisle. The reality is there is anatomical biological scientific data to say that Neuro. your capacities diminish doesn't make you bad no in, in fact or you know, hold less value as a person not at all not at all and just like anything else it starts to go down yeah and 
there, and, and like maybe we, you just can't do your job as well as you used to when you were 50. Yeah, I would say, here's what I would say, because we talked about like Joe Biden got a clean bill of health. I said that in the last that segment. That just like, means he's alive. Yeah, and the reality That's is what whatever means. doctor didn't want him to be cleared uh, unfit. Yeah. So some Democrat doctor, just like yeah. they would have done for a Republican, they would have done the same yep. thing. All of You're Trump's fine. doctors declare him fit. I'll pose this. I would say after a certain age, the other side of the aisle's doctor uh, checks <laughs> you no, out. No, no, that won't work either because then they'll fail them every time. Even if they're 50, you are unfit, <laughs> ma'am. You are, that you won't are work. unfit. It won't work. This is why you need an age limit. Again, back to the idea of to be the president, there's an age requirement. True. You got to be old enough. And it's not just 18. It is 35. Right. Like, could you imagine being 30, being like, I am a rock star and I can't be president? Nope. Like, I'm a self-made billionaire. Yeah. I got to wait till I'm 35. Like, I have a PhD. I'm a billionaire. I'm Why a is billionaire a big deal? We got to take self-made. that out. We got to no, take that out. I like it. Actually, That's not a leader of people just because you have a lot of money. Well, when you inherit it, it's not as impressive. But when you start with zero, it's impressive. Eh. I like it. Meh. Uh, okay. How'd so you get that money? If you're a trillionaire and you're 30, Crook. is that better? Okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, all that to say is, you know, there's a requirement. And so after, and here's the point. We're we're literally looking at it seems like about the age eighty when you are in public office. Let me ask you this: I said before we end the segment, would you want your kid being taught by somebody who is ninety? Is that a concern for you? So that I have trouble with these blanket questions like this. Okay. I don't personally have trouble with that. Right? Uh, would I like someone who? I don't know. It depends. For me, it depends on the person. Cool. But that's so, not what we're talking about. Well, it is. I'm going to get there. I'm okay. asking. I'm, I'm How about setting you? this up. Posing it to you. Don't care if they're okay. If they're 90. That's Doesn't what I'm thinking. Like I don't care. The person who's working the crane above you. Yeah. Moving steel while uh, above your shop on the skyscraper. Does it matter that they're ninety? It does. It does matter. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's context. Yeah. The person. And it's not because they're not smart. It's not because they don't have value, but it means that a lot of times there might be a tremor. The risk on. is greater because of biology. Nothing yeah. to do with you as a human. They're right. just the. And so, do I want people who have access to nuclear weapons? I know to we always 90? go the nuclear option, but the other thing is do we want someone who is in. Uh, I'm sorry to say this, but we all die. Yeah. Right? 90 is actually the long mean, life. Th- yeah, that's longer than the average life. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's like 87 right now, nationally. Nationally. So, but, you know. So do we want to have a president closer to death, meaning they might not even make it through their term? Or they might be a wild card. They're like, well, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'll do whatever I want. Right? Like where some people are like, I won't get voted in again. Somebody might be like, well, I'm not going to be alive. I'm going to take this world out with me. Oh, let's go with the, <laughs> let's go with the two people who are 90 that are, um, you know, senators, whoever they are, Congress people, whoever it is. I forgot what they were. Um, they're making decisions that are going to impact long beyond their life. And if they are empathetic beings who love their grandchildren, maybe yeah. they will make good decisions, but we don't know. But if they're just willing to be like, you know what? I don't care. I don't like you guys. Here's here's the thing. What I keep coming back to is an episode of The Office, yeah, the popular sitcom with Steve Carell. There's a point where a woman who is, her name is Holly Flax, and she is talking to Phyllis 
because she Holly had a conversation with her dad and her mom on the phone mm-hmm. and realized that they were starting to show signs of some type of dementia. Sure. So she talked to Phyllis because she said something like, hey, you put your mom in a residential living space. Uh, how did that go? How did you know when you should have that conversation? And Phyllis said something to the effect of, if you're waiting for your parents to ask you to put them in a home, that conversation's never coming. Right. That's right. And so I'm not saying I know what the what the deal is. How do we how do we sort out, you know, you got a sprite and I'll tell you right now as a pastor, I have I have people in their eighties who are rock stars, could do anything. You know, they're amazing. And other people in their seventies who just that's not where they're at yeah. in their life. And so but the reality is we're having those types of diminished capacity conversations, not when people are fifty. No. That's not the common conversation. Seventies no. yeah. are pretty young these days, but those those conversations are a little bit happy. But definitely. But 80, after eighty, yeah. this is a conversation. You meet somebody who's bouncing around like they're twenty in their eighties, that's awesome. That's not common. That's a freak of nature. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's not common. Somebody in their nineties, I've seen it like once, but that also is not common. Yeah. I actually have a few more things to say about this. Okay, good. I'm actually saying I don't want to be done with it. Okay, so do us a favor. Stick around. We got more. We're going to keep talking about this on KMJ, Joe and Lisa Basil. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back to Joe and Lisa Basil on KMJ. This is Labor Day weekend, and we're talking about, are you too old to work? Wow, that was that was a crazy voice you went with that. You almost sound like only dumb people ask that question. I feel like it's a good question. So many of us look forward to retirement, right? Yep. 65. Oh, can I push it? Can I can I retire at 63? You know, like, but Feinstein's gonna retire in 2025. I mean, we're we get we get that for two more years. We're continuing our discussion on Congress people who are 80 and above, including our president candidates that we have right now, upper 70s, lower 80s, and we're Donald, not even talking about temperature. Jo- and Joe is clearly diminished. There's nowhere physically and mentally. And Do you know he told the Kitchen Fire story again? Well, he's done that ever since he was 25. Yeah. I mean, that's, I know, that's funny to say. <laughs> I cannot believe after all that backlash, he told that story again Yeah. in so, public. I'm like, what? We all know this, right? Like there, but there is this hesitancy to just talk about it as if it were discrimination, but we're not saying there's so many jobs, right? So many jobs that you have to qualify in a certain way to be able to do it. Correct. So I get that. I get that. What if they're 80 and they're, they are qualified in every other way. Yeah. However, Our thoughts, as we've been talking, has been, but how do we trust our system and the people around us and Mm. the the doctors of those people to tell us the truth? Which we don't trust them. 
do we believe that Trump's doctor, that Biden's doctor, that they are completely unbiased and they're fine with being the person that says, I'm sorry, this president Some is not healthy. Some doctor sent Feinstein back into work. Right. What? In a wheelchair, which which I just... They should be fired so fast and it's so criminal and we wonder if people don't trust anybody. Yeah. Like... Because we all know some doctors saying like, you're fit for service. You're fit for duty. You're not. If you came back to my church, it'd be like, uh, go home. You you can't even work in a ministry capacity like this. So I think it's a difficult dis- discussion because we don't want to put a limit on somebody, especially because then that feels like we're putting it on us. Right. Do especially you become, when healthy. So then... I think there's also a part of me as Gen X to feel like, when is it our turn? Right. Hey, boomers. <laughs> is that really how you feel about that? <laughs> no. I'll say, I don't feel, I don't feel No, because I'm, I'm not going to be president. And I don't, I don't even care. I don't care about age. I care about competency. Yeah. Like, just be competent. And we're but clearly the, seeing that's not happening. And the problem has been historically to see older people as not competent when they clearly were. Which is so, what's a weird, such a weird contrast because I would say the U.S. does a horrible job with elders. They totally dismiss them and vote them in office. I what don't get it. a conundrum. And here's the thing. I think with Congress people, do you remember the last Congress person that you voted for? Uh, you're right. No, that's fair. I think people probably just vote for the incumbent and, it's the and name, have no name idea who they are. They made a whole movie. No on. idea how old they are. Yeah, the distinguished gentleman is all about name recognition. That's how yep. Congress people and senators get into office yeah. is by name recognition. So now here's the question. So let's say we do decide as a nation to put an age cap on serving in Congress. Yeah. What is that age? I think. I think that well, you just start going at. I'd go to eighty. I would actually cap it at eighty. What 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 is your thinking behind eighty? Um, I just put it at any other job that has such imp- like. If someone said I'm going to perform the brain surgery on your child, I'm eighty. I'd say no, thank you. Mm. I'd say like no, like that's. I'm and sure what's your concern with that? My concern is any lapse. Right? Okay. Is that at that point, mental capacity, any lapses in the mental capacity? Because that's when it's really getting started. Mm-hmm. And and if you're just walking around or at home or doing any, like even if you're being a pastor like me, in my 80s, if I have some lapses in remembering Bible verses. Who are you going to harm? No harm, no foul. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is this is a position of harm, foul. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you could do damage. If you're, if you're a police officer and you're 80, right? I'm just asking. Say it was just a matter of, Say you're just a detective, you don't run people down, but you still carry a gun, right? When yeah. you start to say like... So is there an amount of physical competency required for the president or congressperson? I, I don't think I don't think it's about... Because, you know, you could be a president and be in a wheelchair. We've seen that mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. So I don't think it's about physical... I think it's mental capacity. Okay. That's it. And and by the way, there's. I just realized the second way to solve this... Do you say what I'm wrong? Limit terms. There it is. There's no term limits. And so if you'd limited terms, what'll happen is when that person terms out when they're 80 and then they go to run again and they're 84. They won't be voted back they in. They won't be voted back in because yeah. people will be like, oh, no, you get a chance to get away. So I, I do believe in term limits. This is probably and I didn't the think about fact this. that the Congress does not have term limits is insane. Yeah, uh, I think senators are. Uh, six six years, years unlimited terms and house is two, two I unlimited terms yeah and so 
I think that'd be the way to solve it is you say, okay, got two term limits here. Yeah. And then you start to say, all right, now that you've had your two term limits, you have to have a little bit of a break before you come back. And then in that state, people will challenge your capacities. Yeah. So if you're 85 and a rock star and you serve your terms, have to wait your term and are able to come back and win another, I'll shut up. What do you mean wait their turn and then come back? I wonder if term limits are, if it's, I wonder if it's lifetime term limits. I might just say you have to take a break for four or five years. Yeah. I was thinking that there's term limits to me is you can serve three terms. It doesn't have to be consecutive and it can be consecutive. Okay. So those are the terms. I was going to say consecutive term limits because I'd let somebody come back. So if if you're a great senator and you serve two five-year term limits, you're 40. You wait another five years and want to serve another consecutive two, I'd be fine with something like that. Because then you you know, you know, kind of almost fall out of, you almost have to win everybody back. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But I mean, you could, but the, we don't do that with presidents. Do it's you, two terms total. Are you, are, you, are you not sure about my fictional idea? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Okay. I'm not sure just, about this. I one. like the way you said it. You're just like, your fictional idea is bothering me. This is what we're talking. We're I discussing like no, ideas. No, you're right. I just like the, I yeah. like the, I like the vinegar that so was in it. You are for a term limit as well as, or instead of the I age do, limit. I do instead of, I think you could, okay. I think you could actually could weed out and you could keep in the really sharp person who's in their 80s. Yeah. And you could weed out the person who's like, listen, you're just here winning on name recognition, but the reality is your mental capacity have diminished. Yeah. And so I think you'd say, yeah, you know what? Term limit. And then, then you're it just would done. get rid of the dynasties. Well, then the you ones won't be, that go in be there for in 90. their 30s and then they're in through their 90s. Yes. And they've that I agree. I think that's exactly how I do it. I don't even care what the term limit is. However, you want to do it. Just the idea of. It there comes to an cap. end. Yeah. It comes to an end. Yeah. And that way you don't have two people in their 90s, four in their 89, three are their 88, two that are 86, you know what I mean? And on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, the fact is a lot of people don't want people in their 90s driving a car. Think about right? it. Right? Just think so, about this. <laughs> Say right? you're 70 right now, right? You're, you're, you're young, spry 70. Yeah. And you hear me talking about being, people being 80. Just think about right now, if you're 70 and your mom or dad's alive, they're probably 88, 89. Do you want them running the country? Do you want your mom or dad running the country? Right. You'd say, You're probably taking care of your mom or dad right now. And if you have have any kind of, you know, self-awareness, know thyself. There's plenty of things that say, you know what? I shouldn't be the person doing that. I, at 50 now, I can tap out. So you know what? I'm too old for this or I'm the wrong person. And when I was young, yeah, I could be that. But now I get it. It's not me. I shouldn't be doing this. There is a whole psychology to why we cling to things when we know we're beyond our capacity. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening. There's a whole identity in it too. And there's money and there's power. So of course people don't want to give that up. Yes. I think uh, I want to say my buddy Scott's dad, their family led me to Christ. And I think Alan's like 82. Alan is sharp as a whip. He really is. He plays sports, does everything. Do I want Alan running for Congress? I don't. There's still en- There's still enough there, right, where he is still in a place where there's some, not. I wouldn't say diminished capacities. I would say there's, when we get older, you know, the, the liquid inside your ear hardens, right? Sure, so, yeah. so basically it affects your balance. Yeah. You don't like roller coasters. Yeah. 
Do you know that everything about you hardens? Spiritually, your spirit hardens. You start to get more rigid. You get set kind of in your ways. You're not, you're not looking for new things. You're not looking for change. You're not looking for growth. It's part of the human process. But there's change in that. I mean, you're right. That's our natural inclination. But I have seen plenty of people all of a sudden become more creative and more free. I would say that's possible. I would say in general, when I'm talking about somebody that I know, yeah. The idea of them being like, I'm on board with the Gen Z platform. Right. <laughs> Agreed now? No. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly, that's not happening. Yeah. So that's my whole point is there becomes this, all of us, me yeah. at 50, I'm more rigid yeah. than I was before. There has to be some room to mentor the people that are coming next and there isn't, they're not doing that. And they're just sticking. And there's nothing wrong with you for being that old and being stuck in your ways because I'm on my way too. It's who we are. <laughs> All right. You should be stuck in your ways and saying, I'm going to keep listening to Joe and Lisa Basil no matter what they say on KMJ. We'll be right back. We'll wrap up the show. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. And I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. <laughs> I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. <laughs> Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome back to Joe and Lisa Basil on KMJ, 580 AM, 105.9 FM, and streaming worldwide on KMJnow.com. Uh, By the way, if you missed any of the show, I, I realize uh, there's a dot com in there. Uh, if you missed any of the show, you can check it out on podcast. Podcast. That's right. Uh, you can check out Joe and Lisa Basil on podcast. Podcast. Also, any of our amazing colleagues at kmjnow.com on podcast. Podcast. Or wherever you get your podcast. Podcast. Yes. Okay. Uh, we've wrapped up some great talk here about, uh, honestly, about ageism in Congress and the Senate and should there be terms and age limits and all kinds of stuff based on Mitch McConnell and Feinstein's recent episodes. So check that out. But now we're moving on to a much younger person in Donald Trump. <laughs> That's right. We have to talk about this because we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet. Yes. Donald Trump has a mugshot. What? Nobody's seen that before. And immediately when we heard that it was going to be happening, you know that the Trump camp is perfectly making the exact face that they want to convey for this mugshot. Yeah, I actually appreciate it. I actually saw the mugshot and I said, brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah. It really is. It really is. There was if no deer in the headlights. If you have not seen the mugshot, you probably have, but if you have not seen it, it is Donald Trump tilting his head forward towards the camera, glaring at it with all of his ire. Yep. And that is the mugshot. Yep. Chin down. It is defiant against tyranny. That's what he says. I think it's, I thought it was genius. I like, I've seen a million mugshots. Uh, a million, mo huh? Mostly because family and friends. <laughs> um, and uh, anyways, so <laughs> I, that's my world. I'm trying to think if I read a mugshot. I, I was printed. I've been arrested before. But I've never been convicted of anything, just so you know. Don't go looking that up. I've never been convicted. 
He passes uh, every fingerprinting. I do. I do. I'm fine. But I think I've been like, like when I was a kid, I got arrested for doing different things, whatever, some kid nonsense. But anyways, um, so I've never... Wait a second. Arrested for kid nonsense? Yeah. Like, you know, you taken it. I got, I got arrested for curfew. Got brought in. Okay. All right. So like for curfew. Okay. You are forgiven. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then also then bigger trouble before I became a Christian. But anyways, so typically at a mugshot... It's a it's a fear, it's a confusion, it's a sadness. There's mm. all these different things, or it's looking tough. Where mm. you're like, I don't care, but it's yeah. more like it's not an innocence. Right. It's not a defiance of innocence. It's a defiance of I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm a tough guy. You Chin arrest up, me. Yeah. Head held high. That's right. Looking down out of your eyes, like no. This is oh, I'm looking at you, America. I'm looking at you, legal system. I'm looking at you, Democrats. Like, you are... Bring it on. I'm a martyr, and I'm not afraid of you, and you're you're persecuting an innocent man, and I'm going to show you that with my face. Now, here's something interesting to think about. This is going to be in every U.S. history book. Yeah. When it is going down in history about different presidents and their presidential portrait you know this is going to be there i cannot stop thinking about how history will judge donald trump i know i really i really am curious because all of us are so whether you're for him or against them we're right in it you're looking right at it right. It's right in your face yes i wonder when we pull back a hundred years yep and if this is the only time we ever be, if he's you know one-term president how will they look at that and all this surrounding yeah. it? Because I'll, I'm just curious. It's really true because if you look further enough back, like beyond your lifespan to other presidents, you have to, um, even the history books or the documentaries, it's really hard to gauge what was actually happening at the time in the culture. What yeah. was people's experience of things? Yeah. We do get glimpses of it from the 1800s. Like we get understandings, but it is very interesting because when you're in it, yeah, you're experiencing something completely different. Even people who love JFK or look back, we look back now as a country, as a beloved young president, right? Yeah. And a bunch of people but hated they, him. There were people, there were friends of mine whose parents talked about like, I never wanted the guy dead, but I definitely did not vote for him. And he was horrible for our country. But history has judged him differently. Being martyred. And same with Lincoln. Lincoln had detractors. I'm always like, I'm like, who wouldn't like Abraham Lincoln? Right. Lots of people. He there got lot, killed by one of them. An entire country, half of a country didn't like him. Yeah. Do you mean like, so in my mind, I'm like, Lincoln's like my favorite president. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no way everybody loved, no, it's literally been this way forever. Yeah. You know, otherwise, I mean, there just has no been no perfect president. They're divided. And certain ones, uh, and I would say Lincoln, his detractors faded into oblivion and the messaging around him is that he was a great president. I think that's what happens with great presidents. Yeah. I think eventually we look back at it and say, all those decisions were good decisions and right decisions. Right now in the moment, we're not sure. People aren't sure how what Donald Trump did, whether they think it was good or bad. The people who love him say it was good. People who hate him say it was bad. But I think time will tell yeah. and people will look back and say, he's not even around anymore. Nobody's worried about liking Donald Trump. Or not. And they'll just objectively look at his presidency and say, 
What do I think of this guy? Yeah. So what's interesting is even people who have been caught up so much so in, let's say, the whether Trump in, incited it or not, the storming the Capitol, right? The people who have been indicted for that, who have been held to trial and have been sentenced, even recently, uh, like second command in the Proud Boys, is pleading for mercy and saying, I just got wrapped up in politics too much. Wow. Like I just got, and, and that is real. Yeah. Like there is, um, we always, we hear about it because it's a real thing. You hear about mob mentality. Yeah. You hear about these things because that's a real psychology Yeah, where you can really get wrapped yeah. up in an ideology mm-hmm. and believe it with a hundred percent of your being and be wrong. Yep. Uh, mob violence is real. People happens with people all the time. So, so I wonder if in the years to follow with Trump, if there will be some type of middle or if it will be all the way left or all the way right. However, history looks back on him. Was he a doofus right. and an idiot and idiots followed him? Or a misunderstood genius. Or was he genius. a misunderstood genius? Yes. Yeah. I, like, I really think it's going to go one way or the other. Or will it be somewhere in the middle where yeah. he just, he angered lots of people, made a lot of people happy, and he was just a really contentious president. Right. But he was right in what he did or people just be like, oh yeah, he got just as just desserts when he got arrested. Like I'm fascinated because yeah. I really do think we're all too close to it. The politicians are too close to it. They hate them or love them. The country hates them or love them. I don't think we'll know for a long time. But I do think his take on this mugshot was brilliant. Yeah. It was genius. It makes me think if I'm ever arrested. Tyranny. I'm going to, I need to prep my mugshot face because I don't want to be the deer in the headlights. The huh? My question is... Although, if I ever got arrested, I would be devastated. I'd be crying. I'd be the person that looked like a mess. And then you'd be like, guilty! 100% they planned this. They knew it was happening. They're doing a great job with it. My only question is, did they buy the same mugshot camera setup and then (laughs) practice it so they could actually get the real... Yes! Because you can't get a mugshot and be like, hang on, let me do that again. Did they do dress rehearsals? They had to have. Yeah. Because he nails it. It is <laughs> nailed. He doesn't know what he looks like. He's not have a mirror. Right. You know what oh, I mean? Like, but he practiced in the mirror. That's what I'm saying. The only yeah. way you could do it is you get get it down, get it down there. And they're selling t-shirts of it, which is genius to help oh raise support. Gosh. And they're fun. By the way, every indictment, his, uh, his fundraising has gone Spikes. up. Spikes. He's yeah. had greater support. I don't know if he has a larger amount of people supporting him. Got more money. But the people who believe in him are giving more money. His take on this is, is he is fighting tyranny. Yep. And I'm telling you right now, whether you like Donald Trump or not, it is a brilliant uh, tactic. His branding this. is on point. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He really does. And we know what we're doing. We do. We're leaving and we're going to hang out for the rest of our Labor Day weekend. Yes. So that's it for us this morning. Thank you so much for checking in with us. And check out our other various projects out there, including our our movie Demon Stalker Chronicles. It's still on Tubi, yep. which is a streaming service. Joe's written a few books. Mm-hmm. One of them is called The Last Qumranian, and it's on Amazon. Another is Tin Cans, The Girl with Red and Black Hair. It is on Amazon and Audible. Both are very good um reads i was gonna say easy read but it, i mean it kind of is yeah, i don't yeah. i don't they're, mean they're it to pace. say no they're paced well especially the tin cans because that is a ya book a yeah. youth uh book so Young adult yep also joe hosted a show a little uh, on a little channel called the history channel that's right check that out it is called the jesus strand a search 
for DNA. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with you here next week at 11 a.m. on KMJ. Have a wonderful rest of your Labor Day weekend. And now we're going to go to the Labor Day parties we weren't invited to. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby, Abby, Scabby, the whole school. Yeah, just I hurt me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.